Welcome, listeners, to www.ironradio.org, the website and podcast for all things strength sports and sports nutrition. With your hosts, Lonnie Lowry. Remember, Phil is like a gnarled old oak tree held together with scar tissue and bone spurs. Rob Fortney. And I'm telling you, the pain that I would suffer was beyond excruciating. And Phil Stevens. Do it, Rob. You'll kill all those nerves. Thanks for listening. Welcome, IronRadio.org listeners. This is Lonnie Lowry. I'm a bodybuilder and a nutrition professor and an exercise physiologist. Rob Fortress Fortney here. I'm a former competitive bodybuilder, powerlifter, and journalist. And this is Phil Stevens, founder of Strength Guild, LiveForHope.org. I'm a competitive powerlifter and Highland Games athlete. All right, we have a we have a cornucopia of goodies. There's a seasonal phrase Ooh. for you. This episode, and we're going to start with some news. We got a lot of great feedback on Facebook and email, mm-hmm. partly because of the the psych episode that we did. I, we'll almost certainly do more of those. We've got the um, uh, supporting members drive that's really smoking. Thank you for everybody. We'll talk about that. We're going to have some random gym talk and competition talk, and then our topic of the day after the break will be uh, recovery. It's a good way to follow up a, a psych episode with a recovery episode, so we'll go there. But, Rob, you wanted to read an email, right? I got a couple here, and li- like you said, we had a lot of positive feedback to uh, the show we had last week with the psych up ep- episode. Uh, a lot of people seem to like that, so thank you one and all for your, um, for your feedback about that. I got a nice letter from uh, Sweden, uh, home of many metal bands that I listen to. Uh, uh, this gentleman's name is Robin. He's a power lifter. Hello, Robin. Him and I have had uh, several exchanges now via email. Uh, real nice guy. He just actually this past weekend competed again, and uh, boy, this this guy is something too. He's uh he's got some heck of, some crazy lifts himself. I mean, he uh you know he's he's hovering around 700 uh, um, squat himself, and uh, you know a low four benches and you know 700 type deadlift. So this guy's going places, no question. Um, and a heck of a guy, nice guy to boot. So. Uh, Hello, Robin. Uh, thanks for the, the uh, feedback. Also, um, we had a, a, an email from a guy named Jonathan Heiser. I hope I said your last name correctly. Hi, Jonathan. Um, and he's just talking about um, how a lot of people, you know, further to what we were talking about in the Psych Up episode, how a lot of people in his life um, or people that he's, you know, acquainted with are always kind of going on him about his commitment to the gym and almost try. It seems almost trying to make him somehow feel bad about you know, um, you know, formatting his his weeks around you know his his responsibilities for with his training and so forth. And hmm. um, he actually said something that he kind of attributed to you, Phil. He was saying, "If I have one more person tell me that I'm really quote unquote focused, I think my oats are going to be splattered all over the gym wall," as <laughs> Phil would say. So. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's, so he was going on about, you know, finding a good gym and, you know, uh, it, just the need to kind of have a good atmosphere and, you know, kind of the lengths he's gone to, 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 to make that hat happen. So, uh, and he finished off his email saying, thanks again for all your valuable, valuable contributions to all of us Iron Rail listeners from Jonathan. So again, thank you, Jonathan. And uh, again, thank you to everybody who's, uh, responded to us thus far. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll tell you, uh, I'm jotting something down here. That's professional. Uh, I wanted to read a couple of quotes from Facebook. Uh, and, yeah. you know, sometimes I withhold names, sometimes not. And, you know, let's face it, if they're posting publicly on Facebook, that's not the same thing. So I'm just going to go ahead and read your names. Brace yourselves if you're going to start quoting, you know, uh, making quotes and 
making posts on our uh, Iron Radio listeners page on Facebook. But uh, in order, sort of retrospectively, starting with the newest, Mike Williams says, awesome episode. I listen, And again, a lot of these people are going to share some of their favorite uh, psych-up stuff and music. I listened to Demon Hunter, the triptych. So the flame that guides us. Uh, so he's just given us a couple of things. Not I is another one. Uh, so the best combo that he uses to get ramped up, he says. Uh, Alex Stewart says, check out Blood and Thunder by Mastodon. Actually, even I'm familiar with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember a reviewer once saying, Mastodon is like an auditory punch in the face. <laughs> and hey. that's what I, I remember that. That's Every time I hear Mastodon, I think about the auditory punch in the face. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, now that I'm mentioning that, that reminds me of, what was it, the Pantera, the vulgar display of power? Yeah. Isn't, that, yeah. isn't that album cover a guy getting punched in the face? Yeah, they actually put a casting call out for guys to come down there, and I think they were giving people 10 bucks a punch to the face. Are you serious? And the guy who actually wound up on the cover, I think, took about 30 hits, and people couldn't he believe he took a he was... blast. That, that high-speed photograph, he is getting rocked. Yeah, the, the, people were saying, apparently, that they couldn't believe he was still standing at the end of it, but he was he was game, man, so he was he's definitely an Iron Radio listener, that guy. Oh, wow. He's got to be. <laughs> okay, let me keep reading here. There's several. Uh, Brenton Green says, fantastic episode, guys. Lamb of God is my all-time favorite band to lift to. Oh, yeah, I love uh, Lamb of God. Lamb of God uh, is like if you took Slayer and Pantera and put them in a blender. That's what the, in my opinion. Is it? Yeah. yeah, I'm not familiar. Okay. Yeah, no, Lamb of God Thanks, is a great Brenton. band. Yeah. Um, Chris Butler just says, bravo, you guys raised a great show to a whole new level. So thank you, Chris Butler. You're you're wow. the man. I think you're my... You might be my favorite uh, favorite guy this, this episode. <laughs> right nice, on. nice work. Right um, and Lonnie Ducote says, uh, by the way, Lonnie, he and I usually use our first names because how often do you see someone else named Lonnie? Yeah. Anyway, you guys have a clip of Arnold saying that guy is ripped and he's getting huge. Where is that <laughs> from? Well, Lonnie, he's. Um, I pulled a quote from a podcast. Believe it or not, it might have been. Oh. Pro Bodybuilding Weekly from several years ago, or it was a random interview. So if you go start looking through old movies like The Comeback or Total Rebuild on YouTube or, or uh, uh, oh, come on, you guys. What's what's the the big doc bodybuilding documentary? Pumping Iron, any of that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. You're not going to find that quote. That's from a podcast, but it was classic, and that's why I like to slip it in. And Rob and Phil, I don't know if you guys even know how much you listen to the show afterwards, but if you guys say something about like when Phil was dieting, I would sneak stuff of that in in post production. You know, Arnold going, "He's getting ripped," you know, or every time <laughs> Rob was saying he's gaining weight or Phil's gaining weight, I'll be like, "This guy's getting huge." So you got this thick <laughs> Austrian accent just interjected in the post production. <laughs> So that's where that's coming from. So. And then you know, I saw all the things right in front of me, and I said, man, this guy is getting ripped, and he's huge. One of these days I'm going to get ripped and huge at that's the same right. time. Yeah, you guys <laughs> got to go back and listen to some of these. So beware, right? Next time you guys, yeah. if it even sounds mildly like a boast, even if it's not a boast, I'll, I'll pull out yeah. Arnold. And I've, I've, used, I've used that on myself, too, by the way. So nice. when I competed last, you know, I was just I was going off the deep end with egotism, so I was making fun of myself with some of that. Hey, listen, man, our Philbert is competing this coming weekend. Uh, yeah, again, here we go. And he's so he's he's uh oh my god, yeah, he's 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 in the last forty eight hours here of prep. How's that going, buddy? Hey, I got a gallon more water to go, mm-hmm. and I'll go to sleep here in about five hours. And then I get to wake up at two a.m. and drop about fifteen pounds by ten a.m. 
That is so. insane. The dehydration that powerlifters do is just freaking out. Yeah, I, I don't know about that stuff. I don't think I'm ever going to put myself in. I'm just going to make sure I'm in the heaviest weight class and just not care. Well, this is, yeah, I haven't <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it. Avoid it. <laughs> I haven't cut in a long time, and this is, you know, as of, you know, as of tonight, after, after weigh-in tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., it's me getting up to 285, so it'll be a... Uh, It'll be many months of eating, but I'll be I'll weigh in at ten, and I'm going to be at the buffet at ten oh one. So, and you know, getting rehydrated and ready to go. And uh, this meet is just a fun one. I'm going in there. I don't have any. I have small goals in mind. The only thing I want to do is lift over seven hundred. So anything over six eighty will be a PR at this at this weight. So um, Mm -hmm. this shouldn't be bad. My last meet I opened at seven twenty five. but I was notably the heavier. So, right. so everybody, you know, this is kind of me ramping back up for big things to come. Oh, yeah. what it is. And uh, so everybody on Saturday be thinking of Big Phil. Yeah, or if you're bored tomorrow night, I'm going to be sweating and probably sitting on Facebook for eight hours. Oh, there so. you go. Make some comments, <laughs> some supportive comments about yeah. <laughs> help Phil dehydrate. I'm going to be sitting here sweating next to a heater with a bunch of clothes on. So Yeah, or, or you know, tell him, have, get a fan out and a nice giant iced tea and tell him yeah. how, how relaxed and comfy you exactly. are. Exactly. <laughs> just a uh, little help. And the <laughs> listeners also know that uh, about an hour before this uh well, half an hour before we started recording this episode, uh, I was at the post office. I mailed in my entry form for the uh, 2012 Ontario Provincial Championship. Ooh. Ontario. So there you go. There you go. Right on. So this from is from there. It's on to the Calgary Nationals. There it is. That's what I wanted. Yep. Of course, you know, as, as long as I perform to some reasonable expectation at this one, but my, my total actually from my last meet actually qualifies me for nationals, but apparently I have to go to the provincials anyway first. So. Oh, so okay. Now, so you don't have to requalify. Uh, no, no. Is you have to? It has to be within the qualification total. Has to be within a year. Gotcha. Um, of the competition that, like the provincial or national competition. So, um, but yeah. So I think it was like for my weight class, it was I don't know, like sixteen ten or something. All right. Well, so I'm, I, if I'm being thick here, just forgive me. But so you, all you have to do is compete in it. You don't have to. Well, no, you have to have a qualifying total. No, so yeah. you have to get a qualifying total again, then. You know what? I don't even know. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I'm not entirely sure about that. I, I, I emailed the, uh, the the promoter for the provincials and um, just to dub- make sure that I was qualified for it. And he actually double checked on the Ontario Powerlifting site and said you actually qualify for nationals, so there's no problem. So because you don't want to compete in something and then ruin your chances or something. Well, I, well, I don't no. know how that could be though. No, but I mean, I'm not looking at it like that, right? Because it's like, you know, I, I just, A, think it's, you know, it, it keeps the mom- momentum going and gives well, it's me It's a more, step up, right? Gives me, gives me practice and, you know, if I, if I blew it, then I, I blew it, but I, I don't, obviously I'm not <laughs> planning to blow it. So, you know, I'm just looking at it like another, it's, it's fun, right? You just kind of climb the ladder. And I, I don't necessarily even want to skip any steps because I think that's part of the fun, you know? Oh yeah, the you journey, know, yeah. Just, you know. Well, speaking hey, of which, um, we were going to discuss quickly about the concept that uh, competing takes you up half a notch, right? So, yeah. I mean, because you're saying your weights in the gym are really moving nicely. Oh my God, yeah, it's um, I, this provincial championships actually. Um, I, 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 for what some reason, I thought it was in March or something, and it's a good thing I checked a few days ago because, it, like I said, at the end of January, twenty uh, first and second. So I've had to abbreviate the the. Uh, you know the uh, training cycle I'm on right now, which is not a big deal, but yeah, my uh, I guess I've since my last meet, I took a full week off. I think this is my third week back 
um, a full training. And okay. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going all, all guns blazing. I mean, I'm I'm literally for the reps that I'm doing at any given time. I'm old gym records are falling like flies, um, <laughs> in a frightening way actually. So. When I brought this up uh, to our listeners before we started recording the show, um, Phil and Lonnie both uh, mentioned how that you know we should talk about that. And I, I certainly agree because there is something to that. Um, I, I absolutely think, and both Lonnie and Phil said two things that I think are really astute observations. That is, on one side of things, you have this just the momentum going that I think uh, competition kind of allows. Yeah, you know what? And I, from a biology perspective, I was wondering, you know, is that neurological? Is it metabolic? It's because I don't know if it's just psychological. Because if it was purely psychological, uh, your performance wouldn't be as awesome. I don't. know, Maybe it would. I don't know. There's some kind of momentum there. You know, the mind is the mind is real powerful. So I don't know. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That would take some testing. I mean, who knows? If you could. You know, like you were talking about, it could boost your testosterone. Somebody was right. saying that to you, Rob. But uh. yeah, well, I know that. And further to that, yeah, like uh, we can look after my meat. A friend of mine, um, who's a lifter, emailed me and said that um, you know the whole concept of you know success and triumph in, in competition tends to you know raise testosterone levels, which you know I, mean, I don't have any <laughs> um, scientific fact for that, but I, I suppose it, it it certainly sounds very conceivable and. You know, when you combine that again, I think Phil, you said something about the confidence level, certainly. Yeah. Um, so I think when you combine all these things, um, you know, the physical being, you know, the, like I said, the uh, some sort of maybe physical logical kind of reaction to it, and then you get the kind of the the, uh, the psychological, which would be the the motivation. You did it. You were you know successful, or you just went through it and didn't. You know, you, you well, kind of. There's have no that. doubt, and I, I sure don't want to uh, diminish what, what Phil w- was saying about the psychology because the confidence is. So huge. I mean, honestly, I think confidence is part of the difference between a medical doctor and a physiologist like myself. Like medical doctors have tons of experience treating people, whereas physiologists just go down this huge list of things it could be, but they were never actually diagnosing anybody. You know what I mean? So they don't have the the confidence in in sort of you know their opinion. Uh, sometimes, I mean, sometimes they do, but you get the idea. But it, there's right. got to be a huge confidence thing there. And we've said it before, the whole um, competitor's eye view and all that. And, Rob, you you for years have called it the cycle of dominance. You know, you get a little taste yeah. of domination, you know, because you do well. Uh, and that whether, whether it's testosterone or, or enhanced neurological function, either central or peripheral neurological function, whatever it is, that leads to more success and more dominance, which then kicks up, you know, the... Uh, you know the success meter again, and it just feeds on itself. Right. It's, it's, it, all these things just kind of snowball and keep it moving yep. forward. There's there's an old uh, Canadian hard rock band named Triumph, and they had an album out um, a long time ago. Um, it was called Progressions of Power, and that that title always stuck with me um, for obvious reasons because of what we do, yeah. um, and like you were saying, cycle of dominance, same kind of thing. Progressions of power. It's almost like. You know, as you're moving along, as the you know the, the rocks getting bigger, hills getting steeper, and you're just plowing through more and more. You know, and that's kind of and you know Phil's saying something that's very important. I mean, I, combined, the three of us have had, have decades and decades of lifting experience, and certainly each one of us knows, as you were saying, Phil, the, the importance of the, of the mind, the psychology, psychology, and in, in athletics and so forth. But it never, see, no matter how much experience I have. It never ceases to amaze me, as Phil's saying, just how powerful the mind really is. I mean, 
it, well, I mean, there's so many sayings that, that allude to that whole thing, the whole idea, you know, like whatever the mind can conceive, the body will achieve, and all these types of things. But you know what? It really is true. I mean, and that's why I always tell people, again, it's talking specifically to our neck of the woods, like when you're going to grab a barbell or a dumbbell or whatever you're doing it for that day, I always tell people, in that nanosecond when you grab it, that weight, in your mind, you either have that either, oh, shit, or, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like the Ronnie Coleman, yeah, you know, yeah, buddy, you know, that kind of whole thing. <laughs> I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, and I really believe in this firmly. And if you, yeah. if the first thing in your, like, we'll do squatting, if the first thing when you put that on your back and you, you know, first lift it off the rack and start walking, if your first thought is, oh, that feels heavy, oh, shit. I believe you've already kind of sabotaged yourself. I mean, whether or not you quote-unquote succeed or not, sabotage certainly because you won't perform at your 100% your best. You really And, and I always tell people, because you always hear people in the gym that are saying, oh, you know, they'll walk by me or whatever, and oh, you know, I, I'll never be able to lift half that. And I always stop people now. I just did this the other day, and I said, listen, the more you keep saying that shit, you're killing yourself. Because, oh, yeah. Because you're, you don't really think about it, but... Your subconscious is listening to whatever you think and whatever yep. you say. And the mo- that's why I always say to you, Lonnie, because you're guilty of this like crazy. You always talk about the show. You always make reference to, you know, I'm slimmer, you know, a smaller bone guy, blah, 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 blah. And what do I always tell you, Lonnie? Stop saying that shit. Well, I'll tell you, though, in no, my defense, you're, you're I don't s- get negative in the gym. I never no, get no, under the I'm going to miss. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you get negative. I'm not saying that. I'm saying whatever you say is what your subconscious is listening to. I'm just trying to bring you back to reality. I'm a 200-pound <laughs> guy, and you're a 300-pound guy. Yeah, but you know what? You are, a, you, are a, you are a sinewy, thick-willed bastard. And let me tell you something, man. Don't... I'm telling you, what you say and think to yourself is what your brain is hearing. I'm telling you, felt. It's like it's like a quote I once read when uh, yeah, this. Make no mistake, I'll kick your asses. <laughs> and I hope you do. What I'm saying is, you know, like there was a journalist and a well-known metal journalist. He was reviewing a metal album years ago, and I remember him saying, you know, half the battle and everything is, you know, the whole idea is if you if you truly believe that you're king, you will be the king. Yeah. And, I mean, whether or not that's horseshit, I mean, you know, you also have things like, you know, well, shoot for the stars, because at least if you never get that far, you've still gone far. I mean, there's hundreds of these types of sayings, but they all allude to the same thing. You know, think you're, I mean, it doesn't mean you go and brag to people and sound like an ass, it, it, but in your mind, always believe that you're not only great, but you're destined for greatness. No, I, no, I agree what? 100%. Um, yeah, go I was ahead. just going to add in that... You know, on, on several of those things, the, the negative talk to yourself, I actually I had a couple of people in my gym that were real bad at that, and I had to institute, uh, you know, penalties. If they were to say, you know, I suck or I can't, um, they, they they had to do, like, burpees or something like that. <laughs> and it stopped awesome. that real quick um, because it was like, you know, the more you do that, you're just stopping yourself. Yeah. Um, and it got sold hearing that. And um, on the confidence thing, I, I, I agree 100%. There's been... In my since I've been competing, um, it was probably my first competition. I just I realized how much the mind is, is a play in it, mm-hmm. and I mean it's numerous times I've been told you just outlifted your ability, um, right? And you just mentally did it. And there's been you know going back and looking, there's been there's been one lift I missed that I believed I got this, and that was the 804. 
I mean, I knew 100% walking up to that bar, I got this. You know, oh, I'm going to pick this thing up and kill it. And I, you, you, you watch the video, and I'm like, duh, what the hell happened? Because that's never happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there was another, I missed my first 750. And I, but the problem is, I, when I walked up to that bar, I, I wasn't in it. I, I kind of knew I didn't have it. And, well, you know, I, you know what? Was. Along these same lines, like when I tore my triceps, I remember the, the physician, he's sort of a friend of mine, Bill, he said, you know, Lonnie, you got to accept that you're, you know, you're a 40 year old man now. Yeah, so you and, should have slapped him his mouth shut right there. Well, you know, now he's a, he's a very cool guy, but I, I, I honestly, my gut response was, so? What do you mean? Because, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, you can hear, I'm sure listeners, when they hear us talk, we don't talk like we're broken down because, damn it, I'm not going to be broke. If you look at the literature, people, a 60-year-old man who trains hard can be more physically functional than a 30-year-old. So I am a firm believer, and I know you are too, Rob, that, you know, you're peaking in your 30s and 40s. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm not going to... Uh, now, there are some issues with bodybuilding. You know, you don't want... You get in... You start pushing 50 in bodybuilding, you're going to be a little wrinkly here and there. And I was going to say, in bodybuilding... But, that's, but that, that's mostly like you say, because of things like... Things that are kind of goofy anyway, like skin elasticity and that type of thing. Right. Uh, Relatively you know, and, minor. And certainly... And I just want to say, Lonnie, that I, I really hope that you didn't take what I said earlier as a slam on you, because it's, it's actually quite far from it. Um. Oh, I mean, no. I, I just wanted you to know. I'm saying because yeah, I'm, I, there's, I'm your number one fan, and I've always said to you, you know, like, you got to get that shit out of your head because... It is true. You can go too you far. You know, you, you get enough doctors saying that that you start saying it yourself, you know, yeah. like... Well, that's like, what I'm saying. I better act my age. Well, what age is that? You know, I mean, even it's if you look... I think a lot of listeners, if they looked at me or you or, like, you know, my wife and I are the same age, we look 15 years younger, like, than our neighbors, for example, you know, and then you find out that they're like in their mid thirties and I'm like, damn, Absolutely. you know, because it, it, partly that's lifestyle, but it's also attitude. Like Phil saying the constant affirmations, you know, heading in the right direction and back on topic too. more specific was, you know, the idea of competing. When you do compete, you just prove to yourself in no uncertain terms that you do dominate. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and well, I think. It's I think like, that makes a difference. I think it does kick you up half a notch toward the next goal. Well, I think yeah. I've, well, I, I've kind of referenced this before, but in a, a squat video that Ed Cohn made a dozen or so years ago, um, you know, he's narrating one of his squat workouts where he works up to like 975 or something. And at 950, the guy that was kind of co-narrating with him, um, one of his training partners, asks him as, you know, as we're watching the video, he's like, are you scared of this weight? This would crush 99% of powerlifters. And I always loved his answer. His answer was, no, there's nothing to fear. If I've done everything that I was supposed to do up until this point, you know, uh, barring some sort of, you know, like, just, you know, whatever, fluke injury or whatever. But, I mean, outside of those type of, you know, fluke injuries or fluke mishaps or whatever like that, if if you've done everything that you're supposed to do, it should be just kind of like just an, it's just another weight, and he yeah. that's what he said. He said, you know, he says I squat two twenty five the same way I squat nine hundred pounds. It's no different to me, you know, because every week I just do dump, 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 and it's just, you know, and that's just what it is. What is the weight today? Whether it's five hundred pounds or whether it's nine hundred pounds, that's just the weight that day you're supposed to do. And if you've done everything that you were supposed to do before that, it should be kind of again barring some sort of mishap. It should be a given. And that's what I'm saying. You don't walk into the gym ever, ever 
and think to yourself, oh, uh, you know, uh, I want to squat four plates today. Oh, shit. Forget that. First of all, the only way you should say, oh, shit, is the best, if, if you want to squat four plates and the only thing you, the best you've ever done is two reps with three plates, then yeah, you're going to get crushed and you're going to get stapled to the floor. Right. Yeah. But I mean, if you're you, right. don't be stupid. Don't be yeah. stupid, yes. But if you train properly and you yeah. train very measured and responsibly and with a modicum of understanding, it's like the Clint Eastwood quote from one of the Dirty Harry films when he says, you know, a man's got to know his limitations. I, another quote that I love. Yeah. It's true. But knowing your limitation doesn't mean that you kind of box yourself in that. It just means at any given time, you know what your performance um, ability is. Yeah. And that, and you, you live it. Like, you go out of the way and you... You know, it's like I say to one of my clients all the time. I'm like, like, listen, you when he gets under a heavy barbell or whatever, I always say the same thing to him. I said, you're strong, so be strong. Yeah. You know, and that, I always say that to him, and and he likes when I say that, and I think it's a good thing. You know, you're strong, so be strong. You know, don't. I, I mean, believe in what you're doing. Don't. You know, don't. I mean, are you really going to go? You know, if you're on the battlefield, you know, 600 years ago, you're going to face off against some guy and go, oh shit, he looks scary, like. You're done, right. man. And then you're run too, away. <laughs> yeah, your head's yeah. going to get lobbed off yeah. in two yeah. seconds. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether or not you're killed or not, the point is that you can't go into battle thinking that you're not going to win. You know? No, you can't. But I do believe a bit in the fear thing, but it's it's not... No, I don't... I don't you see, I don't agree with you. Maybe it's I a more it's respect. respect. It's respect to the weight, but I mean, then there's also this... I don't know, and I get it like the day before, <clears throat> and maybe even hours before the session. It's, it's a respect and maybe just a little bit of... Of uh, fear, not of the weight, but of what I'm going to ask myself to do today. It's a respect, and like I'm going to, you know. Well, you know, I know I can do it, but you know, it's it's just I don't know. It's it's an odd thing, you know. I'm going to ask myself to do 700 for two sets of three or some shit, you know. And it's like it's this. It's an anticipation. It's an excitement. Well, you know, we were and it's talking a little bit of like I'm going to make it through this, the other end. But you, you also have that respect, and you know, man, if something went wrong, it could well, be it's, bad. it's got to be a challenge, or it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, or no, it, but it, I, it I like what be you were saying, because I always say this to people, too. It's, it's you don't ever fear a weight, respect a weight. And yes. we were talking before the, we, we were starting the show, we were talking a little bit about that new movie that, you know, um, Immortals, that you guys have both seen, and I still have not, but I will. And it's the same guy who did 300, and there's a great quote in that line, too, you, you know, when he's... He used it twice in the movie earlier when he was a boy and that. He says, you know, it's not fear that grips him. It's a heightened mm -hmm. sense of awareness. Yeah. And that is what, like, when, that's why when you, Phil, you were saying about, you know, when you go, you feel, you know, a little something. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I, I always think that. It's like when I start feeling that way, I actually say it to myself. I say, it's not fear, Rob. Yeah. It's, it's a heightened sense of awareness. Of Only when you threaten yourself a little can you reach that. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is oh, yeah. which is well, yeah, and that's the whole idea of being challenging. Man. It's, like, the... it's like who would ever? I mean, I, I just don't understand the whole concept of going to the gym and not challenging yourself. Yeah. To me, it's like, well, I, if I have nothing that's challenging me, why would I even go? Just then go on and go on and then go on, and this last two or three or four repetitions, that's what makes actually the muscle then grow. And that uh, divides then one from a champion and one from not being a champion. If you can't go through this pain barrier, you make it to be a champion. If you can't go through, forget it. I don't, I'm not going to the gym to spin my wheels. And, and you know what? Therein lies why we're so different from most people. As you listen to a lot of podcasts, either they don't have the experience or or whatever it is, or, or they sort of encourage the the idea of, you know, 
exercise is something you should do. I know Phil goes yeah. on about that a lot. You know, and and that instead it, you got to think of exercise as something you get to do. You know, I get to challenge 700 pounds today. You know, and again, holy crap, that's serious business. Yeah. But at the same time, this is something I get to do. Not not like a runner who's like, well, I got to go put in my run today. How sad. Yeah. Yeah. How sad. You know, it's funny you even bring this because a few days ago I was reading the paper and there was some big thing about, um, you know, some some of the uh, you know retirement homes in Toronto and some scandals that are going on. But it, it, not that specifically, but it was some pictures that they showed. You know, they showed some guys that you know had advanced forms of dementia and all these kind of things, and some of them are quite young, you know, like sixty. And I'm looking at these poor saps, right? And that's exactly what I thought, Lonnie. Exactly, I thought, listen, you know. What would any of these people give to be able to get out of their beds, get out of their chairs, get out of their, whatever? And, and who knows? Maybe that's where I'm going to eventually be. But what it's it's um what, what is it in the Rambo movie where where Rambo says something to the effect of you know get busy living or get busy dying? Yeah. I mean that's what it is. It's like listen, man, it's it's a privilege. It's 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 so much uh, of luck, luck and that you can get up. And go to the gym yeah. and, li- and deadlift and curl and squat and bench, go out for a run, play tennis, whatever the hell it and is. And you know what else it is too? It, it, it's um, as you progress. You were talking about power progressions. This is something like in a video game. In weight training, you level up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like in a game, you level up. And before you know it, you, I mean, talk about privilege. To be privileged to be stronger than. Almost everybody else you meet, let's say nine out of ten or even 99 out of 100 next people you meet, you are far more physically capable than they are. That's very alluring. And, you know, that's something that you should be very excited about. It. Yeah. But, you okay. know, if it, if it was easy, I mean, this is so cliche, but it really is true. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be special yeah. anymore. So it's like a guy says to me today, I was squatting. A guy says to me, doesn't that hurt your back? Because they have this pad there that everybody uses. Of course, I don't pads. Anyway, um, looks like a beast. Yeah, I, 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 I am so against that. And I always yeah. say to him, it's like, like it's 500 pounds. Like, I mean, the fact that it's a little uncomfortable seeing on my back is the last thing I'm thinking about, yes. right? Like it's, yeah, it's exactly. Like, but it, it's an acceptance of what you're doing. And that, I think, is maturity and experience. I mean, when you when Phil goes and, he, you know, there's 750 pounds in the bar, I can guarantee he's not walking up there thinking to himself, you know, oh, um, you know, my hand might bleed if I pull this, you know, because I might pull some of my callus away. I mean, Jesus Christ, who gives a crap? Like that's exactly. It's like that. That's he already has an acceptance. There's way too much adrenaline yeah. flowing. Yeah, and that's what it is. Well, it's an acceptance too. It's the things you know. I know and respect that. You know, things can go wrong. I don't deny the fact that when I'm when I'm squatting heavyweight, I'm benching heavyweight, I'm deadlifting heavyweight, that the shit can happen. But that's just things that you. You know, and you've accepted that long ago. Right. And that's part of the respect and part of the, I don't know, the reason I called it fear, I guess, is because it's its almost that same feeling, It's at least in meets and maybe going for PRs, as you got as a kid when you, like, heard a creepy noise and all the hair stood up on the back of your neck and you, yeah. your whole body was, like, electrified. Well, let's face it. It's that is, kind of, you know, courage is not the absence of fear. And I, I said this no, even no. back when I competed in bodybuilding. So there's got to be some level of threat. Or, yeah. you know, and again, even if you want to call it fear, but it's, it's, it's 
different when you're a man or a strong woman. You know, again, I want to be sexist, and you face that fear and you overcome it. That's yeah. courage. Oh, absolutely, yeah. it's, it's the fear might be still present, but it, the difference between a coward and the person who is a the, the hero or the person who it's that okay, you accept that okay, like like Phil's saying, right? I know what he's talking about. You get that little kind of like. That heightens. Well, I, again, I use the, the phrase heightened sense of awareness, yeah. not fear. But I mean, regardless, I mean, whether it's the same thing or not, the point is that you've made an acceptance of it. And yeah. the difference between you and the guy who's the coward is that you feel that, but yeah. but you choose to still go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And it's, and, it's, a, it's a thing. Like you know, he's the coward's thinking, God, this is going to kill me. And we're thinking, you know, damn, this scares me, but I'm going to go in there and I'm going to own this. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a. Right. Uh, Right. You know, it's, it, it's the same mindset. thing. I, I, I've sometimes uh, sort of uh, identified myself with characters like Wolverine in the comics. You know, the guy is not tall, and if somebody bigger than him comes up to him, he's looking up, but he's not cowering. He's yeah. he's almost doing a crab shot, flexing like ready to just pounce on the dude that's twice his size. That's the way I look at heavyweights. You know. Yeah. Almost well, growling. what's the other good? No. What's the other good saying? I've always liked this one. It's not the size of the dog in the fight; it's the fight in the in the dog, or something like that. You yeah, know, the size and, of the fight in the dog. And and you know, it's true. I mean, never never cower, never yeah. cower before a weight, never cower before a man. You mm-hmm. again, respect. Sure, respect is I think is part a part of the lifestyle of a, of a true man with honor and character. But fear, don't fear things, man. You know, like respect it, have reverence for it, understand and accept. That, you know, it can hurt you if you allow it to or if something goes wrong, but you don't fear something. You just have, again, it's, it's a respect thing and it's an acceptance of what it is, you know, yeah. and, and you go for it anyway. And it's like, what's the alternative? I always tell people, like, I mean, just get fatter, fatter and weaker and stupider. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you push to be the best that you can. You know, anybody who is exceptional has suffered some punches to the face, you know, in, in a figurative way. In their, in their, in their, you know, um, journey to the point where they are. And I mean, you just have to accept that. Well, the, those, you know? that way all your failures become learning experiences. I got an email from a guy I trained with once in a while, just two days ago, and he was doing deadlifts and he emailed me what he did his deadlifts. And he says to me, yeah, um, he says there was a guy there and I was doing my deadlifts and he, he came over and he said, he says, yeah, I, I used to do some deadlifts, but I stopped doing them. I hurt myself. I hurt my back. And so he thinks it was an injury hurt. And he says, oh, well, you know, you probably were doing them wrong. And he and the guy responds to him. He says, well, no, it's just that, you know, I did them really heavy on my low back, you know, was a muscle soreness for a week. So it was, it's too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and he was looking at him like, Jesus, like, you know, he was thinking it was injurious, you know, pain. Yeah. He's just talking about the fact that, you know, his, his muscular soreness, you know, I guess, inconvenienced him or bothered him for longer oh, than Rob, he wanted. Rob, you know what, to. and I'll tell you, I think sometimes we lose track that the general population thinks like that because I, we, yeah. I think we've faced ourselves so many times, you know, and you're never, you're never a, I don't think at least, you're, you're never a complete master of yourself you're, it, it, yeah. because it's habitual. It has to be ongoing. It's not something you earn and then you sit back and, on your laurels and, you know, but I, I saw an advertisement, God, this was years ago, and it pissed me off. This guy... He's changing a light bulb, and the next day they show him holding his deltoid and kind of rotating his arm, and his wife says, well, you overdid it, honey. You better take some ibuprofen, and I thought, Jesus Uh, Christ, the guy changed a (laughs) light bulb. <laughs> yeah, you better you better down that Advil for muscle soreness, buddy. Yeah, no, that that, that story you told me 
that you just said, it kind of reminded me that I forget what the old quote's from, but it's a it was a football show, um, and it was it was the old saying: Are you injured or are you hurt? You know, right, right, there, there's a difference. You know, are you in pain or are you injured? Um, and I mean, I think Lonnie started talking about injuries. I think that's a big thing, and and it bleeds into this confidence and fear and things. It definitely into fear. Um, and I think the fear is the biggest thing to overcome with an injury. It's not the injury itself. It's it's the it's the doing whatever you were doing before you were injured again. You know, and I've said, um, I've said it a million times. It, it it really is. I mean, it's like Tom Platts once said to me about you know we were talking about you know good workouts, bad workouts, and I was saying. You know, I hate it, bad workouts. And he said, he said, you know, bad workouts just help you know when you have a good workout. Yeah. And you can, and I extend that too with what you're saying, Phil. It's like the whole idea that when you do become injured, and mm-hmm. obviously you're always trying to, you know, avoid catastrophic oh, yeah. injury. But I mean, on any road to any kind of, you know, any sort of level of, you know, what would be successful, you know, in a competitive sense for strength, out, you're gonna, you're gonna have minor aches and pains and inflammation. It's like you say, Phil, it's how you respond to it and what you turn that into. Yes, it's an inconvenience and it's a little, you know, it's a little bit like, you know, ah, shucks, damn, you know, whatever. But the point being is take away from it, train yourself to take away from it something positive. And the positive is, you know, it, it, it allows you to earn and gain knowledge of what perhaps you did wrong, what maybe you should avoid in the future, different yep. ways of training, formatting, I was a little bit overtrained, maybe I'm, whatever it is, try to find something to make you a better lifter from it. Don't just yeah. don't just say, okay, well, I'm, I'm hurt and screwed up and stay home for a month and, and nothing good came from this. Well, oh, you were talking about quotes, you know, I think about like in the Batman movie that he says, you know, why do we fall down so right. we can learn to get back up? And yeah. I think you know, one of the the best quotes I ever heard from a person. You're talking about Tom Platts. With Danny John said, he said, you know, so you get an injury. You know, you, you get surgery, you get back in the game. It's like a it's like a yeah. indie car. You know, you pull over, you get the replacement part, you get back in the game. And he said it. It's not just those words, but he said it so matter of factly yeah. that I thought, you know, even with with my triceps torn off my electron, torn off the elbow, I'm looking down. I'm like, yeah, I get. I guess you know. I can be like that too, you know. Get no, the, yeah, get no, I mean, the race. Dan's definitely one of the people I was talking about when dealing with this hip thing, and you know that I was in. I did that last week, and I just missed the 804, and I come out of that, and it was like, man, is it things were hurting, and hadn't got a real. I knew my hip was messed up from an X-ray, but hadn't got a real professional diagnosis. So my training kind of went to, you know, went, went south a bit because my confidence was in the crapper, but um. You know, the best thing that happened to me was finally going in. I got the appointment, and it took forever going there and have the doctor tell me, yeah, your hip's messed up. You know, it needs replaced. But he said it, it should have been needed replaced by now anyways. It's nothing you did. It was from your injury as a kid, and, you know, you might as well keep going. He said, because you're not going to mess it up anymore. You're not going to mess it up to the point that right. you know, I can't replace it later. And it's oh, like, yeah, well, I like how you, you said know. that. Right. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> You're not going to F it up to the point that you can't get the new part and get back in the race. Yeah, you can't get the same part later. He's like, so keep your hip you got now until it's the point you can't can't take it. Yeah. You know, because he's like, like, look, you're deadlifting almost 800 pounds. And that's from that day on, it was like, okay, I'm back in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, my confidence went back up. My training has started pushing back up. I'm back into the sevens. And, you know, it's I know, you know, with – with just a bit more training, I'll be open at 7:25 again, and you know it's it's like, uh, yeah. But you, it's you the definition what, of I know, know it's there. I've accepted it, mm-hmm. and you know it's not a problem because there is no solution at hand right now. So it's just not a problem. I just got to work around it. Yeah. 
you know, right. something I got to deal with. Right. It's just a so, fact now. Yeah. Okay, everybody, listen. This is going quite well. We're going to keep on this topic. Well, I think we'll save the recovery episode uh, for in the future since we're sort of rolling with this. So we're going to go to a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll keep talking about some of this stuff. Uh, and we have a, a, a bit more uh, on the news side to an announcement. So we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Lonnie Lowry. And on behalf of Phil and Rob, I'd just like to let listeners know that if you love us or you hate us, we'd like you to leave a comment or perhaps vote for us on iTunes. It helps us out quite a bit on the popularity side of things. Uh, you can also follow uh, Dr. Lowry, me, on Twitter. Uh, it's Lawnman7 on Twitter if you want to do that. We also have a Facebook page, the Iron Radio uh, listeners page. So uh, whether it's leaving a comment or voting for us or following us on Twitter or Facebook, uh, that would be fantastic. Also, uh, occasionally Rob or myself will write an article for another website, and Phil will as well. So lots of ways to um, interact, uh, follow us in other media, and vote for us and uh, keep things going strong on Iron Radio. Thanks. <laughs> your weekly fix of iron radio in addition to being a popular institute on itunes we are also on email simply go to www.ironradio.org and sign up for the voluntary email you'll get a once per week email no more that's little more than the show notes and a link to the audio so go for it Hey, folks, we're back again here at Iron Radio, and we're just talking about, uh, well, I mean, we've been on a roll here for <laughs> most of the show, so we're going to keep going with what we've been going with. Um, what I was going to say before we went to the break is just the whole idea that um, there's a whole, a whole saying, like we've been using a lot of quotes today, a lot of sayings and referencing different, but these things are, you try to amass some of the stuff in your head so you can remember, you can recall on these things when you need to. And, you know, there's that old saying about, you know, what that which does not kill you only can make you stronger. Um, well, of course, that's not always the case, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> some things can just screw things up. But, you know, alluding to what Phil was saying about, you know, being injured, and certainly he, he's had his share and came back, so he's a perfect example of somebody who can overcome these things. But I always tell the same people the same thing. What's the worst that can happen? You can die. And if you die, you won't care anyway. So, so I mean, it kind of sounds probably stupid to people who are not from our neck of the woods. You know, that whole idea of, um, well, what do you mean? What's that? But, I mean, yeah. truly, I always say to people, like, what's the worst that can happen? You can die. Yeah. And if you die, you won't care anyway. And if you don't die, more than likely, unless you do something completely stupid that you shouldn't have tried, you know, you, you'll you'll grow from it in some way. Right, manner. because even if you break, I mean, because somebody might say, well, I could I could be broken. I could not lift again. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The not lift again is a choice. Yeah. You know, if you get if you break something, you get it repaired and well, get and back again, in the yeah. race. You, you know, know, both you and Phil are both perfect examples. I mean, Phil with his you know, litany of <laughs> run over by trucks and and, and yeah. certainly you know Lonnie with you know like you said your triceps tearing right off the yeah. bone. I mean, you guys are perfect examples. And guess what? You guys are both trained. Lonnie went. You you competed like three or four freaking times, you yeah. know. And you know, and Phil's doing a meet again this weekend. I and mean, by guys, the way, I think Phil and I probably have both done uh, better. You know, post since. certain injuries. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I kicked going... far more ass <laughs> in this last contest season that I did before 
yeah. you know, because I got the I got the repair and I built it back up. And sure, it yep. hurt, but it again, it was just it was a fact. Like Phil was saying with his hip, and you know, you work around it or you work with it. Now I, I don't know. I don't like the idea of working through something that's uh, yeah. badly painful. But now we're talking about Phil knows what's wrong with his hip. I know I've got titanium staples in my yeah. elbow. Bring it, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you gonna do? I mean, I, I with mine, it's choices. You know, it's like, okay, so I can, I can quit, or I can deal with some pain. You know, and it's just it's battle scars, man. You know, I oh, so I, I can't it. squat down all the time right now. So it's I just gotta change scars. things. And oh yeah, it is. Would you rather be a, totally. would you rather be a war scarred veteran or some green face? You know, exactly. I mean, I was, it's a choice between living and existing. And I'm sorry, I'm here to live. I'm not here to sit on the couch and watch the game. I want to be in it. Oh, see, and you know what? Dude, <sighs> that's exactly why I've always lifted weights. I was so fascinated with bodybuilding because I could participate through high school, after high school, through college. After college, it's something I've always been able to do. I don't like the idea. And again, there's nothing wrong with sports fans, but I could never just be a fan somehow yeah. worshiping other men. That yeah. just, I've got to participate in it myself. Yep. Yep. You know? No, exactly. And I mean, it's, and again, it's, it's funny how people think in, in, you know, I always call them civilians, <laughs> you know, because I was watching a UFC event a month or two ago and somebody was saying about, you know, they always had the cauliflower year. Oh, you know, and, you know, that, I, you know, I wonder if girls, you know, uh, find that repulsive. And uh, and I said, I, I turned over and I said, do you really think that that dude gives a rat's ass? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think he cares? You know, it's like people yeah. sometimes on these bodybuilding forums are looking at some guy like, you know, a, a Scott Mendelson or something, right? They're like, oh, well, he doesn't have a six-pack and, you know, and he's he's fat. I'm thinking, dude, the guy benches 700 pounds. Do you think? Do you really think that he gives a rat's ass? Do you think the people who are the best at whatever they do... They get to be the best because they ignore that kind of superficial yes. horse crap. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, listen, this is just a byproduct. Like I was saying about Phil, you know, deadlifting a weight, and you, you know, you yank a callus in your hand, it bleeds. I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't, Phil doesn't care. No. Well, I don't care if I have bruises across my back from a squat bar line. doesn't give a crap if, you know, if. if oh, yeah. Know, I'll, well, I'll tell you, I've had bruises across my traps. My, like I'll crank down knee wraps, and later I've got black lines around my knees. I'm of like, course. God, the adrenaline must have been flowing. But, but so that really what? is fun, isn't that not the fundamental yeah. difference? It's the difference. Between oh, it is. Some guy who gives a crap about how he looks in the gym because oh, I can't train today because I, you know, my favorite pair of spandex is in the wash. You know what I mean? Versus some guy like screw it, I'll just wear you know I'll wear a freaking uh, pair of uh, <laughs> tidy whities like whatever. Right? The point is, is like. Yeah. What is it that you're doing, and what is more important, right? I mean, like I was saying, the guy with the cauliflower ear. Do you think he gives a crap? I this mean, goes back to what Phil's always said about what you know. People exercise because they should. They do things for cosmetic reasons because it looks the way people tell you you should look. Yep, they and, do it for others. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, if if you're all about benching 700 pounds, like you were saying, Rob, or or you know, Phil, you know, pulling 680 at a lower body weight or whatever it is. These other things are are a joke. Rise above the praise and blame. You're you know you're here to walk a path. You know the man path, the warrior path. That's what you're there to do. And all these other people on the sideline throwing stones. It's like that Teddy Roosevelt quote. Let them. Yeah. You know. Step yeah, up and do like, it yourself. That's what I'm saying. Like I mean, if you are lifting to be pretty, you know, or to have a sexy six pack on the beach, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to the gym because you want to have the biggest deadlift you want, it, you can get, and it means that you're not going to be, you know, a sexy 165 pound twink with freaking like, you know, separated serratus. 
That's yeah. just the way it is. And if, if civilians, quote unquote there, look at you funny because they think, well, look at this guy, he's just a big freaking potato. You know? I mean you know potato. what the score. <laughs> you know but you know what I mean? It's like it's like I'm sorry, but I think it's a hell of a lot more prestigious to squat seven hundred pounds than to be hundred and sixty five pounds and have a six pack. I'm sorry, but I think one is like all manly and the other one is like I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a six-pack if that's what you want. I'm just saying, how many people have washboard abs? And how no, many I understand what you're saying. Uh, at some point, there is a certain requirement for mass. It's it's like listening to, to heavy metal music. There's a certain requirement for volume. I'm sorry, there just is. And it's the same thing with bodybuilding. I think there's a. We talked about this before. Like, I don't. If somebody could say, Lonnie, you would have striations up your glutes. You'd have the most separated quads. You could change in the you know in the striations in your quads and your glutes. All you got to do is weigh 155 pounds. I would say piss off. Like women, that's why I always say to people, okay, that's like, okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're 140 pounds. Oh, look yeah. at this guy, he's fat, right? Look at me, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm all separated and sexy. I'm, I'm like, you know, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing wrong with that. But you know what? Yeah. Don't put down the other guy because people have different goals. Yeah, it's like you know what? That's fine. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I respect that. But respect what I'm doing. Respect yeah. the sacrifices I have to make. I mean, you have, you know, those guys have to sacrifice because they, you know, they got to eat yams all day and count their calories. Respect the fact that I got, you know, what I got to do and Phil has to do and that, like, you know, for, to do what we have to do. You know, right. shovel in two more servings of uh, meat pie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you Step don't into want my it. ring. You yeah. know, walk in my shoes for a minute. No, and then what Lonnie went back to, you know, talking about the guy with the six pack abs. I mean, it goes back to the most recent episode we have Dave Tate on, and you know, he's gone to. More of a bodybuilding type physique and yeah. just living type of thing. And he's, he's like the weight just, you have to, it has to not matter anymore so much. But, you know, and then he got to the point where he's like, but there should be standards. You know, you can't expect it to be swole and have a 125 pound bench. You know, he's like, yeah, he started putting out numbers there. Like you, you better be able to bench 315 for reps and yada, yada, yada. You know, if you're a big guy. In this yeah, otherwise so. it's all show and no go or. Yeah, it's yeah. just. Yeah, you know, you, you can know, only expect so much out of pumping out twenty five pound dumbbells. I don't know if you I guys mean, know, but the, the snatch record was just broken. All time snatch yeah, record was yeah. just broken, and I can't recall his name. Um, but he just broken. I think it was what, what was it uh, four four eighty or four seventy nine yeah. or something like that. I mean, that, this is not the clean and jerk either. This is the snatch people. Um, if you don't That's know what the insane. snatch is and weightlifting, go on and YouTube and type in you know Olympic weightlifting snatch. And I mean, this guy put almost. Moving towards 500 pounds over his head in one clean sweep. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. And people yeah. were commenting on this message board that I always go on. It's a, more of a bodybuilding-centric message board. And you wouldn't believe that people are going, oh, he's fat. I'm like, oh, my oh God. My God. Yeah. This guy just put wow. in a snatch. Yeah, you know, 472 pounds. Yeah, like, you was. know, within, within 25, 30 pounds of 500, he just put one clean motion that over his head. And the first thing you can say, do you know how much work and sacrifice and effort and no. just the, the fortitude in this guy's psychology to be able to arrive at a point where you can do such a well, thing? Well, especially and a lift the like that. And the skill. People, yeah, and yeah. then the first thing some idiot lunchboxes can say is, he's fat. It's just like... You know, it's instantaneously, it's like, okay, who was the, you know, I, I look at the screen names of the people who said that. From now on, anything those people say, I don't give any credibility to. Because that is well, just, just so ignorance, stupid. Because they're equating fatness with weakness in a way. And often in society, 
it is. You know, people get soft. This is these are the kinds of people where there's some body fat there, but there's no softness there. No, you no. know, you don't confuse the two. You know, yeah. I don't that's know. like the people calling what uh, Benedict Magnuson fat. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy deadlifted a thousand eighteen pounds. I don't care. He could wear five. He could weigh five hundred pounds, and I'd give him respect. That's a whole. No. That's more and, than and a half a ton of weight. I think a lot of that comes. <sighs> talked about this is just that so many people and a majority of people who even do engage in some form of weight training really don't get how much weight that is no you know and it also comes to the point that nobody wants to admit you're better than them they want to point out some kind of weakness you have yeah you can deadlift that much but you're fat you're fatter they don't care you know they always want to yeah they want to be better than you in some kind of way right some reason (laughs) what's like Lonnie just said it's the whole idea that it's like, yeah, people always want to say something crappy instead of heralding what it is that you yes. did. You know, it's like, you know what, forget forget all this stuff. What is the guy doing? Well, obviously the guy is trained to do that, and he yeah. did that. And what that so, is is otherworldly. So yeah. forget all the crap. I mean, I'm sure the guy is freaking, I'm sure the guy freaking, like, the guy annihilates his bathroom 25 times a day. What are you going to say? Oh, yeah, but I bet, I bet, you know, I bet he fucking shits 25 times a day. Like, who cares? Like, I mean, I'm getting kind of crude here, but I mean, you get my point. It, to well, me, and you know what? Let's think about the flip side of this too, because a lot of this is about uh, your um, outlook in a way, your intent. Because I have huge respect for the guy who lives like a an effing Spartan and whittles his body fat down beyond comfy, you know, beyond ten yeah. percent, down under eight, down under six and five and four. That is some hardcore applause. That's what I was saying. It's like you, you got to respect what the. Per, I mean, it's all about sacrifice on either end of the scale. That's right. That's and, right. And the guy who has the goal of being, like you said, a three percent body fat, you know, he's got to respect the three hundred forty-five pound powerlifter that you know does what he does for what he does, and the powerlifter has got to respect the other guy. And that's what I'm saying. If you got nothing good to say. Don't say anything. If I see some guy in the gym, he's super sinewy and ripped. I'll say, "Look at that guy, man. His body fat levels are look how low the the guy's lean as hell." Unless he's that way because he feels he should, or or maybe he's delusional and thinks he's huge. Yes, (laughs) you know, or something. But right, but if If he's one hundred twenty-three pounds and flexing in the mirror, you know, if he's six foot one hundred twenty-three and ripped, (laughs) you know, it's different. Um, That's somebody uh, that needs our help. Yeah, exactly. So. Right. Okay. No, but listen, that, you guys. Uh, we let's let's wrap things up. I have a couple of news things just to finish up with. And Rob, you did too, didn't you? Didn't you have an announcement? Oh, no, for... I, I just had the uh, letters to do. So oh, I'm okay. done. I'm done. Well, what I wanted to do just quickly before we we close out here today was uh, a couple of things that are very Iron Radio specific. First of all, I, I mentioned our our membership drive, supporting members drive was was going well. We only need one more supporting member, and I will double the contest gifts uh, for our quote contest and the subsequent contest after that. So, um, and I think and I think Phil's still uh, throwing in his beard into it too. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's getting long too. I'll shave it. That and is I'll sweet. Glue it to something and sign it. There it is. And then you can apply it to your own jaws. There it is. Yep. Fifty extra pounds on your deadlift. Just throw yep. your head back, like Phil said. Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. And the other thing is, before I move on, thanks to, uh, there's a couple of people who are supporting us in different ways. Josh, Garrett, Jeff, and William, or Bill, uh, I don't know what you prefer, William, 
So thank you 50 times. That's exactly the kind of stuff that lets us boost the contest. I'm sure Phil and Rob can can um, back me up on this. We don't take any money uh, to, for ourselves. We use this to advertise the show, to give back in contests. Uh, once or twice I've, I've used this for charitable reasons, like to help a student go to a uh, you know, like a, a sports medicine or a nutrition conference or something, but that's what it goes for. Um, and also, in other news, quickly, uh, I got an agreement from Dr. Bill Eben. I figured we needed another scientist on the show. Uh, and in December, uh, this guy, please tune in. I, he's, it's going to be, again, our mid-December show. He's um, He was NSCA, National Strength and Conditioning Association, Researcher of the Year a year or two ago. This guy... We've done some caffeine research together, um, but he he is prolific when it comes to his publications. This guy is on the ball, so I'm going to dig into his you know the best of the best. And again, this guy he publishes so much and he's so active that when we do something like say, hey, you know, Doctor Eben, can you tell us you know the juiciest juiciest stuff that you've learned in the last five years? Look out, it's going to be good. So nice. we got him coming on, and by the way, he's super down to earth. Uh, him and some of those Milwaukee guys out there. You know, we go out there, we collect data, and then we go to microbrewery afterward. You know, it's just good stuff. He's Iron Radio approved all the way. I'm sure you guys will like him. And then uh, lastly, we have, you know, you know that we have an Iron Radio listeners page on Facebook. Well, now we have an Iron Radio viewers channel on YouTube. I think when it comes to social networking, the YouTube side, I know Phil has some very cool videos and stuff there, but Iron Radio per se, I just feel like we are dropping the ball a little. So check out Iron Radio Viewers channel on YouTube. Uh, we're going to have to try to put everything on there from cool uh, you know, heavy metal videos to recipes to funny stuff from like you know men's magazines. Maybe it's Maxim magazine or you know whatever there's lots of good stuff so you know uh, what i mean we can we can even put videos up of, of, of some of our listeners doing whatever it is they do like i said that um robin who from sweden who has been uh emailing me he sent me some very cool videos of him in his last few competitions oh, so dude i mean oh, that'd be great. We can even, you, so yeah send us, send us videos links or whatever that kind of stuff and you know and uh, what you're doing even if you're just in the gym you know like you know hitting an arm shot or what you know? We're sitting down for a huge steak dinner, and you think it's hilarious because you're sweating. And I mean, send this stuff. I mean, this is great stuff. Yeah, yeah like um, a little bit of food blogging. I know Phil and I both do a little bit of that. You know, like oh, look, yeah. look at the state of this. You know, that that exactly. protein book that uh, I've got coming out on, uh, early next year. Uh, there's a lot of good food picks in there from just the kind of stuff that Phil has filmed. And you know, these are like giant slabs of meat hanging off either side <laughs> of the plate. This is good stuff. Now, of course, we're talking about videos here, but absolutely, email us videos yeah. if they're on oh, YouTube. Yeah. And one more thing before we go. I didn't tell you guys. I just remember. I got something in the mail here, a sleep manager device. Oh, yeah. Got it, too. Do you guys know who sent this? Yeah. It was the guy that wrote us about sleep. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. I, 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 oh, I got it the other day, and I was thinking, you know, I remember, obviously, that guy. Have you done it yet? No, I'm, oh god, not yet. Apparently, it's you, a wonderful device, but it it it's horrible because it confirmed how horrible my sleep is. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll have no, to no, talk no, about that one of these weeks. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I will definitely put that to use, and and uh, again, as Phil said, I'll I'll definitely find out just how poor my sleep is. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more thing, we got um, Jim Wendler coming up soon as well. Just got to pick a date. Um, maybe you guys can shoot out some topics that you know listeners would like to hear. Uh, Jim chat about. That's so. a great idea. And I have a tentative guest coming on soon that's uh, been around the upper echelons of uh, 
of bodybuilding, professional national bodybuilding for, oh God, 20, 25 years. And I won't say his name because I haven't confirmed it with him, but I, he's just checking to, with his sponsors if it would be a, of conflict, but he doesn't think it should be a problem. So, and that potentially might be a very good guess. So, so the, you know what? That's a nice little, uh, potpourri. You know, that word's too weak. Cornucopia. Yeah. We'll go back with that of, of guests coming up. We got scientists and very top notch. Uh, power lifters and, and bodybuilding, you know, professionals and stuff like right. that. So that's good stuff. So again, today we had a, another sort of gym talk episode. We will get back to some guests, although I know a lot of you just like the gym talk anyway. So. Yeah. All right. Good times. All, All right, right, guys. Next week. Iron Radio is accepting donations. If you like what we do, the professors, the scientists, the bodybuilding show promoters, the athletes themselves in powerlifting and bodybuilding. Um, please consider making a donation or maybe buying something from the ironradio.org uh, store. Uh, we also are accepting supporting members. So for $4 a month, which is frankly less than the bank sneaks out of your account in fees, you can step up and support a form of sort of public radio for the bodybuilding and powerlifting and strength community. Okay, uh, moving on to our other announcements. We're going to do a fall contest regarding quotes. What we want you to do is go to our Iron Radio listeners page on Facebook and give us some of your favorite quotes, uh, and we'll pick our favorite. Uh, I'd love to add to our repertoire of uh, quotes like this, and you'll win something cool. We've still got some... Uh, mugs and other Iron Radio paraphernalia floating around here, and I'm happy to send you one. Uh, I think we'll run this contest probably until Thanksgiving, so uh, get online, get on Facebook, Iron Radio listeners, and make a quote. Hey, IronRadio.org listeners, this is Lonnie Lowry, and I'm just bringing you a sneak peek only for Iron Radio listeners at this point. If you Google CRC Press... Lowry, L-O-W-E-R-Y, and Protein. You can be some of the first people on the planet to see this book. It's specifically for strength athletes. Everything on the safety of high-protein diets, the efficacy, the dosing, the types, practical applications, and case studies. This is a textbook. It's not what I would call an industry book. This is not pseudoscience. This is the state-of-the-art science and if someone wants to critique you on your extra protein intake, this will be something you can hold up and say, this is what the liter literature says about stressed kidneys or bone loss or gout or dehydration or increased muscle mass over time or leanness or what types are best. This is the ultimate source in one place. Little disclosure here, I do make a single digit percentage of royalties on this book it's such a low amount, however, obviously I've done it for that purpose. I did it because, like you, I want to have something I can hold up in one place that's modern literature instead of what a, perhaps a health educator might tell you about the benefits and the potential concerns, if there are any, on ample protein diets specific to a population like ours. Thank you. The Iron Radio Podcast and all of the audio on ironradio.org is for informational purposes only. If you're interested in starting a diet or exercise program, it's important to check with your physician. Also seek the help of registered dietitians, athletic trainers, and qualified exercise physiologists in order to make the progress that you need.